The next one is scaring me as to how I read out the transcript. Haha. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you try to do it properly, you have to talk at the same time as yourself. So edit it that way. <laughs> Robert, do you want to attempt to do this with me? Next no. minute. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> oh, I'd like to take a shot at it. Well, do you have a transcript? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I've got... I've got Messenger. Oh, right. But I can't send it to you. Oh, okay, okay. Cause it, well, because it's on my computer and Messenger's on my phone. Gotcha. <laughs> I could send you a photo of the transcript by Messenger. <laughs> we could try that, but actually, Robert, what? could you send me? Could you send us a photo of the transcript via Messenger? Because my trans, because my tran- my copy of your transcript doesn't have the names. Oh right. So if you like posted in the group for next minute, the listeners are hearing all this prep, so they can see how much effort we put into the show. Yeah, it's none of it. And then we can attempt it next minute and sound awesome and professional. And it'll be the best damn minute of this show. Except when we had Richard Curtis on. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to grab it out of Dropbox, but Dropbox didn't update. That's why you couldn't get it. And we'll just ignore talking about your British accent. Oh, will you? Shall. <laughs> Otherwise I'll crack out my American accent again and no one wants that. Did you do it on here? I did it with... When we had Alice on, yeah. We, oh. um, actually, you forgot we had Alice on the other week. So That's true. Should I just do my lines from High School Musical again? <laughs> it's the only things I can say in an American accent. <laughs> I could try. Yes. Right. Prepare for it being totally awful. Like your British accent. Rude. I can't wait. That's okay. I wasn't doing a British accent on purpose. It's a problem. <laughs> so it was... Um, <laughs> if Troy can be in the show, then I'm coming clean. I play the cello. That's not It's like bad. a giant violin. You had me until cello. Okay, yeah. yeah, fair enough. And then they say, do you have to wear a suit? And I say, jacket and tie. And that's it. I stretched out that tie a bit too much, to be honest. I can't remember exactly. Um, but that was that was it. That was, that was my only lines in the show. Other than the song. Uh, I don't think we need to hear me sing that just yet. I'll save that for another episode. <laughs> Hello, this is Two Minutes About Time with Luke Allen and Robert E.G. Black, the podcast that takes a look at the film About Time, two minutes at a time. I am Richard Curtis, and I hope you enjoy it. And if you don't, well, you can just travel back in time two minutes and listen to something else. Going. Hello. I don't know, I said hello. That's not how I start each episode. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, I'm one of your hosts, Luke Allen. Joined, as always, with my co-host, Robert E.G. Black. Yes, hello. And with special guest, Curtis. I am Curtis Blaze. Hi, everybody. The listeners may know you from where? People know me from the Better Off Dead Minute, where we break down the Savage Steve Holland movie, Better Off Dead, one stinking minute at a time. I was really hoping you were going to remember to call back to what we said last episode. Yeah. Um, Were you going to say listeners may know you from last episode? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I I'm so That's used fine. to just saying the same thing. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> after after fifty after fifty guest spots, it's like oh, I just say this thing. I don't even think about it anymore. It's it's been like an hour and a half since we had that conversation. <laughs> yeah. So and that it's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna 
possibly go over. This episode might be a smidge well, shorter just I, because I'm suddenly. I can do it. Oh, yeah, we've got this. <laughs> we can try it again. Here we go. And so the listeners may know you from where? Uh, the last episode. <laughs> what a hilarious and well timed original joke. <laughs> It Good gets work. better if you leave the whole bit in. Yeah. Yeah. So, Curtis, shall we attempt to jewel read today's minute? Ah, uh, hold on. Yes. Who do you want to play? Oh, of course I want to be Mary. <laughs> but, I mean, but but here's my thing. Okay. It yeah. looks like Tim's part is less challenging, and it sounds like you are an actual actor. <laughs> well, you can be Mary. Uh, okay. And I'll I'll be Tim. I'll attempt this. Right. In a little chair, reading. Little chair. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay, okay. I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I thought that was stage direction. Okay, stop! Oh. Just wait right there, mister. Because, you know, a lot of books get submitted to my publisher, so it's an immense responsibility. I bet it is. But when you do normal reading, is it ruined because it's like your job? You know, like prostitutes. I always wonder that when they stop being prostitutes, they can't enjoy sex anymore. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Because someone who always worried... Oh, sorry. I screwed up. Skipped a line. Well, I skipped a line. Sorry, that was my mistake. No, no, no. I sometimes worry about it. Oh, oh, good. Okay, because sometimes <laughs> who always worried would be a bit of a worry. Because someone, like, what, someone who always when you read a newspaper, a bit of a worry. do you think, forget this, it's work? Have you interviewed a lot of prostitutes? When you read a menu, do you think? And no, how many prostitutes will you this. need to talk to before this Unless issue is solved? I mean, you pay me are you planning to head to Eastern Europe and Thailand? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't terrible, to be honest. <laughs> it was actually better than I thought it would be. <laughs> what you don't know is this is our fifth time. <laughs> We've gone into a dark lavatory and squeezed our fists together and went back seven times. Right. So, I was just about to read the transcript through. We've just done that. I need to wake up. Um, <laughs> You're discovering uh, on your 45th I mean, time that this is how you should do it every time. So, I mean, overall, I don't really know what there is to say about this minute other than the fact that this dialogue is incredible. It's a brilliant exchange. And it's it is. really funny. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is a very well-written scene. There isn't much to say. It is a great catch of hers that he always worries about prostitutes. <laughs> well, doesn't everybody, though? She should, because Joanna is one. But he really has no reason to. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. She's 2007. This isn't like a just everybody does it on, uh, on their OnlyFans. This is a specialized sort of... Uh, job at that point in 2007 yeah you've got to have skin in the game is what I'm saying well he might want prostitutes as clients so he should worry I guess well there you go (laughs) 
I didn't think we'd be having this conversation. <laughs> well, you got through the transcript so fast, you had to talk about something. Yeah, but we've got the we've got like the sex scene for the entirety of next week. Yeah, so then we can really talk about prostitutes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we've we've talked about this scene. We've talked about prostitution. Um, are there any? I mean, it it, it it this feels like a real conversation. I mean, not that I've had this conversation, but it feels as though it could be a real conversation. You know, like when you're digging a hole further and further. We well, imagine if she hadn't kept up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if she hadn't kept up to the joke, it could have. And then he can yeah, cross horrible. But I think it sort of expresses how awkward they are, really. And, I mean, it's like. It's like one of many meat cutes in the film. Well, it's not really a meat cute, but it's a, it's a post meat cute. Well, okay. How this would probably go in real life. This is how I imagine it happening with Luke, let's say. Mary. <laughs> okay. Luke. Reading. Mary. Okay, stop. Luke. Oh, Mary. Just wait right there, mister, because, you know, a lot of books get submitted to my publisher, so it's an immense responsibility. And then Luke blanks. He doesn't think of anything to say. <laughs> and then Mary just gets... In, and then you just sit there in uncomfortable silence while... Luke is just horrified that he's insulted her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why we almost we almost have to assume he's done this conversation a few times to get. To yeah, him. you've only known me for a couple of hours, Curtis, but you've got me down to a T here. That would be a hundred percent. But then I'd think of the whole prostitute joke like about a couple of hours later when I'm at home, thinking, "Oh, wouldn't that have been funny?" Wouldn't it have been funny? Yeah, you're a writer. You think of it seven minutes later. Wait a minute. That's. Sometimes he doesn't worry about prostitutes. Yeah, that's what we should be talking about. Well, here. that's what he admits. Yeah, you should always worry about them. Yeah, and especially it's a lot to worry about. whether you know after they quit, they can have sex. Of course, do they quit? If we want to get bleak, really, do you retire <laughs> from prostitution? So, um, we sent you a bonus minute, Curtis. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know which one it was. I've completely forgotten, to be honest. Well, allow me to enlighten you. It begins with... I'm going to do this live. Oh, I can get I'm starting to think I might know. If I was as clever as I think I was, did I give you one of the Cape Moss Museum minutes? You did. So I gave you the minute when they were talking about Cape Moss and the quote that he then repeated oh, back to her, yeah? Makes sense. Yes. Am okay. I supposed to tell you this, or are you supposed to be guessing? Well, no, he, Luke should know. He gave it to you. I never yeah, know until I also, you get to it. Yeah, I also gave, like, I because when booking you in, I also, like, booked the next two weeks of guests. I can't remember what bonus minute I said to who. Uh, so I'm glad I was as clever as I thought I was being. And since we've already talked about it, it's just sort of a brief discussion as to what did you think of this minute? Well... It just okay. I've got, get, I've got a slight confession to make here. My computer, for some reason, right now, is freezing and won't let me play the minute. Okay. Generally, I thought it was a. I thought it was finding out that it was in minute thirty-eight. Well, first of all, my first impression, 
having watched them all just separately, I watched 38, then 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. I watched them in that order. Yeah. And I, it was confusing to me because I thought they were part of the same scene. No, no. Yeah, I think I need to start labeling them as bonus minute. Like I no, send no. them in an order on We Transfer, but I don't think that order ends up coming out. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean that I thought they were part of the same scene as in it was the next one after forty five. I thought what I mean to say is I didn't know they were two different I I thought they were two different versions of the same scene. Like thirty eight was one way that it played out and forty three was a different way that it played out. Okay. Which it actually ended up being, but that was confusing to me because they were so radically different from each other. Yeah. Does that make that sense? That makes sense. Yeah. What did what did your guests from thirty eight say about this scene? Uh I don't remember. Was that that was last, that was last week, week, right? Yeah, that was Alex. I can't remember what Alex thought. <laughs> he liked the overall film from those minutes, so probably liked it. <laughs> I can't remember. It was a whole two days ago. <laughs> um, yeah. But the actress nice. um, that plays Mary's friend, what's her name? Or Joanna. What's the... Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Kirby. The prostitute. Yes. Yeah. Joanna. She seems to be a different person than she is in Minute 41. Yeah. Yes. Radical. She's into Tim at this point. That's the weird thing yeah. we talked about. Right, I, I hate to really rush this, but I'm going to go into our next segment as quick as I can and then finish this. So sorry to listeners. Basically, it's suddenly got really late for me. Um, so I think the next question is, if you could go back in time to any point in your life, Curtis, to either relive it or change something about it, what time would that be? Probably when I was in sixth grade, this this mo- my mom's boyfriend stuck a uh, fish down my pants, and that embarrassed me in front of his hot daughter. I would go back in time and be more cool about it. Yes, that is that is a that, I think that's born one of the best answers we've had so far. That's a good one. That's I would, a, because that's a good one. because it ended up coming back to bite me. The fish did. No, no, it, because then she told, because <laughs> then she told people about that, and it embarrassed oh. twice. I was oh, embarrassed the first time is... going through it, and then I was embarrassed again when everybody in art class was laughing about it. Oh, that needs to be in a teen movie, not gonna lie. <laughs> so, you got anything to promote? No, not really. I'm, I mean, I'm working on a million, billion things, but... Linktree, I guess. None of it's really, none of it's really in a podcast. I'm kind of a photographer, sort of an adult photographer. I can talk about that stuff if you want. <laughs> no, I got nothing to promote. I everybody can just find everything I do at at my Linktree, Linktree uh, slash Curtis Blaze. And Robert, where can the listeners find you? Um, they can find me on Google Earth. Um, searching no, uh, lemmingdrops.com is my website for Robert E.G. Black social media the uh, listeners can find me on in, on Twitter at 
uh, Lama underscore Bottle Zero on Instagram at the Ginger Luke on Facebook at Luke Allen Film. All podcasts, short films, radio appearances, newspaper articles on LukeAllen.co.uk. They can find this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Men's About Time. And we're in a we've got a Facebook group called the Cupboard, which you can join to discuss all things, including About Time and Damon Gleason's birth, which I didn't get to this episode. Oh no, we didn't. Well, that will that will come back maybe next week, maybe never. Who knows? Um, I'm off like a dirty shirt. That's such a weird goodbye. That's it actually sounded kind of British, though. Yeah. That's the way, because I thought it sounded kind of American. <laughs> the Two Minutes About Time theme is performed by Ethan O'Mahony and is a cover of the About Time theme, originally composed by Nick Laird Close. Two Minutes About Time is a production of Lemming Drop Studios in association with Bottle O Productions. Mm-hmm.